Hey, it's me, Gavin Crawford. Every week, I'll quiz comedians about the headlines. Do you worry about kids being exposed to drag? I grew up going to see men in dresses singing every Sunday and we had to give them money, okay? <laughs> I wish they were singing show tunes and had some makeup on their hair done, right? It would have been way better. If the news has you screaming into the void, we can help with that. Because news is available on CBC Listen and everywhere you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Welcome to the Sheikh Bin Art Centre. We are very pleased to welcome CBC's Laugh Out Loud. And now, please welcome your host for the evening, Ali Hassan. It has been a while. Many of you have held on to your tickets for quite some time. They're probably pretty dog-eared and well-worn. This is the first show at full capacity happening at the Shankman Center since March 15, 2020. Big round of applause for the Shankman and a lot of our volunteers here and ushers. It's their first time back, so welcome back to all of them. We're not only super grateful to all of you to holding, for holding on to your tickets and enthusiastically coming out, but all these comedians, it broke our heart every five months to be like, uh, remember that show we booked you for? No, pushed back. So they are all here, the same lineup that we had back in March 2020, and we're very, very happy to have them. Yeah, I think these are people, you are fans of a lot of these comedians, and, uh, and they're here, it's gonna be absolutely wonderful. So. Let's start, our, uh, let's start our show. You guys are, are, you feel warmed up? You feel like the exact right attitude for people coming back into the public eye? This first comedian is a local Ottawa favorite. He worked for 10 years as a writer on the Mercer Report. I know you're gonna love him. Rick Curry, everybody! Thank you, folks. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, it's me, Rick. <laughs> All the way from Green Bank Road. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's in the west end of Ottawa. Now I'm in the east end of Ottawa. I'm on tour. Yeah? This, is, this is as good as it gets. Nice. Yeah, so, so I'm Rick. Uh, my pronouns are he and him. My uh, adjectives are large and bald. My adverbs are slowly and hungrily. That's, that's me. So, so hey, did you guys, did you get into the Olympics that were going on? That was something, eh? And, uh, in Beijing, very good outing for Canada, right? We, we had, there was a girl from Ottawa who won uh, three medals, right? One of each, bronze, silver, and gold in speed skating. That was great. Women's uh, hockey, the Canadian women's hockey team got a gold. Yeah, it was very exciting, yeah. I was watching, I was getting so hyped up at home, I got, I got so jacked up. I, I went out, I, uh, I covered my car in Canadian flags, right? And I was, driving around like beep beep hey we won hey beep beep we got the gold beep beep 
Boy, I'll tell you, people in Ottawa were not into the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> Coming out, flipping me the bird. Yeah, screw you, buddy. You know, <laughs> but the, the, the speed skating, didn't you? <laughs> oh, that that was why what happened here in Ottawa eh, with all those all those trucks. Say eh? people uh, people are getting down on Ottawa for that, right? They're saying, well, how could they even let those trucks come in in the first place, right? How could they even let them come downtown and and take over like that, right? Because I don't know. For me, it just shows what a nice city we live in, right? What a <laughs> What a quaint town, right? Because for a week beforehand, right, it was all building up. You could see it on the news or on social media, right? They're, they're like, we're coming to Ottawa. We got 10,000 trucks and we're rolling down the Trans-Canada and we're coming up the 401 and we're going to take over the capital, right? And everybody in Ottawa is like, oh, we're going to have company. <laughs> oh. Send them up the parkway. It's pretty by the river. <laughs> Unbelievable. What a town. Right? And, and now, like, like in hindsight, like what was it even all about, right? Like, you know, pretty much everyone, like all the provinces have, uh, have, have lifted the, the restrictions now, right? Like right across, well, some they're doing it in piecemeal, right? Like uh, Quebec... They're going a little more slowly, right? A little bit reluctantly, right? Quebec, they went, they went heavy on the vaccine mandates, right? Uh, on, the, on the passports, right? Well, well, Quebec's been waiting 155 years to have a passport, right? So, you can't blame them. <laughs> they're, you know, they're like, finally, hey, hey! <laughs> you come to Quebec, you need the passport, hey, aha, got that. But, uh, but I don't know, like, like even if you don't uh, agree with the methods, right, you got to understand the frustrations, right? Nobody likes the way things have been, right? It's, it's been, there's been so many weird things happening, right? Like we've had hockey games, NHL games played in front of completely empty stadiums, right? That's weird, right? You're just watching it on TV, you're thinking, I, I know it's hockey, but... Seems so much like curling. <laughs> right? Everything's been canceled. So many things have been canceled, right? I don't know if you remember last last spring, right? The Tulip Festival was canceled. Yeah. Tremendous disappointment. <laughs> Everybody in Ottawa, not the tulips. That's, that's the most fun you can have in Ottawa, isn't it? Just strolling along the canal. Oh, there's some yellow ones. There's some pink ones. There's some yellow ones with pink inside. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my heart. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, last year they had to say no no tulip festival this year, right? But but that was like, like the wild thing about that is the tulips were already planted, right? 
they were already growing. But the, they had to have people all standing along the canal just saying, don't look. Don't, 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 these tulips are not for you. All right, just go home. These, these tulips are canceled. Weird, but yeah, I, don't know. I shouldn't hack on the tulips, eh? They're a, they're, a, they're a nice thing, right? Like you got, you all know the story, right? They're a gift from the Dutch, right? How we Canada liberated Holland in Second World War, and now 77 years later, they just keep sending tulips. Right? It's like. It's like, it's okay. <laughs> Been a long time now, you know. They're like, no, the tulips is good. <laughs> but, so I don't know. It's a nice gift. It's a nice gesture for sure, right? But at the same time, you know, I've been to Amsterdam. They could do a little better. Huh? Hmm? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, no, and I'm not going to make fun of old people either, right? Because I'm quickly becoming one myself, right? It just, it sneaks up on you, right? Like, like people say it's just a number. It's how you feel inside. I'll tell you, you can feel as young as you want inside, right? You get into your 50s, suddenly the rest of the world just starts treating you like an old guy anyways, right? Like, like I got this for the first time in my life today, right? Like I, I went to the barber, I got a, you know, all cleaned up for the big show today, right? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> but, but this happened, like the barber, he leaned right around to the front, he says, so uh, you want me to do your eyebrows? <laughs> okay. Never really thought about it, but I guess they're obviously a problem. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't know what to say. <laughs> I wish I was quicker, right? I wish I was like, actually, if you don't mind trying to grow them out into a comb-up. About three years away from having bangs again. That's uh, Yeah, and when, you, when you're younger, right, like everybody of authority or in a position of respect, right, they're always older than you, right? But now I've got a new doctor. Right? He's 35 years old. Yeah, he's like 20 years younger than me, right? He, he says to me, do you, do you know what cholesterol can do to your bloodstream? No. <laughs> can you name all the members of Rush? I think we're even. But, but you know, and, and as I get older, everybody around me is getting older, right? Like my daughters, right? There used to be these sweet little cute little things, right? Now, now they're, they're 16 and 17 years old. Yeah, teenagers, right? One year apart, right? They, they've been that way their whole lives, right? <laughs> 16 and 17, and, like, and they're beautiful, right? That's the thing, right? They're, like, it's a father's worst nightmare, right? <laughs> beautiful teenage daughters, right? You hope for one ugly one, but no. 
They're, they're, they're gorgeous and they're straight. It's a disaster. You know, so people say to me, like, well, what are you going to do when the boys come around? Like, how, how are you going to keep the boys away? And I, I'm thinking about it, and really, you know, when I, I think about it, like, my, when I grew up, I had two sisters, no brothers. Right? Now I'm older, I have two daughters, no sons. Right? Like, I, I don't know how I'd react if suddenly there was another male in the house. <laughs> Hello. Would you like to build a tree house with me? <laughs> Maybe play some Hot Wheels? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, there was my dad, right? Like when I was growing up, there was one other guy, my dad. He was, he was a good dad, right? Like he uh, coached the hockey team, right? He'd sign me up for basketball and uh, coached. No, I'm just kidding. He, He'd sign me up for hockey, and he'd coach the team, and he'd be there on the bench, you know, work the corners, get in there and work the corners, you know. And uh, But now he's, like, super old, right? So I, I go down to the retirement home, and I coach the bingo. Right? <laughs> get into the corners. Don't forget, get the corners. <laughs> so just... It, it makes you realize why camping's been such a huge thing recently, right? Like, just, there's so much to just get away from, right? right? Like, a, I love camping, right? But I, I've got a tip for you, though. If, if you go camping, right, like, if you, if you go up north, right, and you've got a dog that's like a city dog, right, or even a suburban dog, right? don't bring that dog up to the woods with you, okay? That messes with their heads, right? Like, like, I brought my dog straight out of Nepean, right? Like, right up, up to Tomogamy, right? My dog spent an hour barking at his own echo. Does that, does that sound a little off to you? He's sitting out on a rock, you know, just... There's a dog on that cliff, <laughs> trying to talk him down. <laughs> he's a dumb dog, right? <laughs> like, like, he's, like, I don't know what kind of dog he is. He's all mixed up, different breeds, right? But he's, he's mixed up with different breeds of dumb dog, right? Like, like, I think he's got Doberman in him, or maybe Boxer, right? Like, all I know is I took him to the vet. And the vet said, hey, he's a great dog. Bring him back sometime. We'll chop his tail off for you. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> I'm not going to chop my dog's tail off. Right? I thought that was cruel. Right? Especially since I just got his tongue pierced. <laughs> I know people think that's cruel. I know, but, but when that dog licks himself, that's a, that's a happy dog. Mm. Yeah, just... So anyways, well, this has been so much fun. I'm, I'm so glad we can come out and do these things again, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Thank you for coming out and being such a great crowd. And I want to get, uh, get some corporate shows going again. I used to do corporate shows. The last, uh, the last one I did was an Air Canada golf tournament. 
Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> By the third hole, everyone lost their bag. You know? Uh, but I hope to do that again. And I think I've got a new thing, you know, going forward. Uh, I'm going to start renting myself out to bachelorette parties. Yeah, I don't know what I'll get for that, but, uh, but I've got a great shtick. Uh, what I'll do is, uh, I'm going to... That came out wrong. But <laughs> I've got a great act. <laughs> what I'll do is I'll uh, dress up as like an Ottawa police officer and then just not show up. <laughs> Thank you very much, folks. Take care. Have a good one. That's Rick Curry, everybody. Rick Curry. Do I, yeah, here I am. Here I am. All right. Good stuff. Good dog visual in there also. That's going to stay in my mind for a little while. Hello, I'm Jess Milton. For 15 years, I produced The Vinyl Cafe with the late, great Stuart McLean. Every week, more than 2 million people tuned in to hear funny, fictional, feel-good stories about Dave and his family. We're excited to welcome you back to the warm and welcoming world of the Vinyl Cafe with our new podcast, Backstage at the Vinyl Cafe. Each week, we'll share two hilarious stories by Stuart, and for the first time ever, I'll tell you what it was like behind the scenes. Subscribe for free wherever you get your podcasts. This next comedian I'm going to bring up, she has uh, performed at festivals all over this country just for laughs a number of times, and Ottawa Life magazine uh, voted her one of the most influential people in the capital. I know you're going to have a great time in her very, very capable hands. Everybody, it's Jen Grant! Oh my gosh, it's so good to be here. We're, we're doing it. We're living life, you guys. We're here. Oh. I'm so sick of the mask. I love that you guys are doing it, though. It's responsible. We need to do it, right? But don't you hate it? Aren't you looking forward to not wearing it? I, I can't wait. Uh, but I did find a silver lining to wearing a mask. I uh, went in to buy a bottle of wine. I got ID'd. Oh, yeah. ID'd, you guys. ID'd. I haven't been ID'd in so long, I didn't even know what he meant. I'm not even kidding. He was like, can I see some ID? I was like, why? He's like, I need to see so you can buy that wine. I go, what do you mean? He goes, so I know you're old enough to buy that wine. I go, oh, my God. Really? 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 Like, do you actually mean that? <laughs> he goes, I don't need to see it anymore. <laughs> I clearly made your day. Yeah, he did. It was amazing. I recommend try it just for the next little bit that we have to wear it. Um, but that's when I realized what a way to find out I look really young with half my face covered. Who knew? Specifically this bottom half. I don't know what's going on down here. Fresh as daisies up in the top half. Woo! Down here, blah, don't look at it. I'm glad this is on radio, because, oh, no. You know, it made me realize, okay, that 
Society always says that men age better than women. Yeah, half of you have beards. You're hiding all that saggy skin under there. Yeah, so I have a plan when I become a very old woman. And I have one of those moles, you know those moles on your chin? I'm not gonna pluck that hair, no. No, I'm gonna let it grow, I'm really. I'm gonna put Rogaine on it. Really get some good thick chin whiskers, you know what I mean? And then I'm gonna comb it up. Some men do a comb over, I'm gonna do a comb up. I'm gonna look so young. I can't wait. Thank you. Two claps on that one. Three. Okay. I'm not counting, but I appreciate it. Um, it's been through a hard time lately, so. Oh, it has been a very difficult two years, but one really good thing happened to me. I got engaged. Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah, it's, uh, we've been together 12 years, so it's about time. 12 years. That, I know, that's a really long time. People are like, were you expecting it? And I was like, well, in 12 years, you expect it many times. <laughs> I can't tell you. Like, we'd be like, oh my God, we're going to a really nice restaurant. Like, this one's extra nice. It's gonna happen. No, no. Oh my God, we're in Mexico. He like planned a picnic. He never does that. This is gonna be so exciting. We're on the beach. It's perfect. We're gonna, no, no. You know what surprised me the most was my reaction when he did it. I thought I would be really cool when he proposed because we've been together so long, right? I thought I'd be like, yeah, obviously, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, we're so comfortable. I'd be like, yeah, totally. But I did that classic thing that women do in movies. I couldn't believe it. I put my hand over my mouth and I was like, oh my God. And it's not that I was overwhelmed romantically, it's just when he dropped to his knees, I thought he was having a heart attack. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, he's buckling. <laughs> Turns out when you wait a dozen years for someone to propose, when they drop to their knees, you're actually concerned about their health. <laughs> so now that's our story. How did he propose? Well, I called 911. <laughs> it's pretty great. After that many years, you get really comfortable, right? You get super comfortable. In fact, the last time we FaceTimed, he just, uh, he had to pee and he brought me into the bathroom with him. Oh, so we're doing that now, okay. That's our level, okay. It was kind of weird. Like, I don't think Steve Jobs had that in mind when he invented FaceTime, like that, this incredible technology. Like, I don't think he was like, oh, one day couples are gonna urinate simultaneously coast to coast, you know? But it g did give a whole new meaning to live streaming. <laughs> yeah, so a long time to be together. We're very comfortable, um, but he still is romantic. He wants to get a tattoo of my name on his arm, which is very, that's permanent, you know. You guys know what tattoos are, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds romantic, because it's forever, tattoo, very. But my name's Jennifer, so it's not that. Mm, you know what I mean? <laughs> you see where I'm going with It's so common, you know what I mean? Jennifer, there's so many Jennifer. If we broke up, what's the worst that's gonna happen? You just date out of the pool of Jennifers, you know what I mean? 
just swipe right to all Jennifers. So I got him to put my social insurance number on there. <laughs> I, uh, I'm always embarrassing myself. I find life very embarrassing, don't you? I find it very embarrassing. The other day I was in Bath and Body Works, you know that candle store? I said to my friend, I was like, oh my God, this one smells like fireball. And she's like, Jen, that's cinnamon. Good point. <laughs> yeah, we really do have to stay off our phones. I'll, I'll give you an example. Sometimes we just need to leave them at home, right? Uh, yeah, I was at a funeral, not to bring the room down, but I was at, the funer at a funeral and I was sitting next to my aunt and during this very sad eulogy, her phone went off. I know, she didn't know it was on. So all of a sudden in the middle of the sad eulogy, all we heard was, feels like the first time. <laughs> she freaks out, right? She's so embarrassed, she's like purple. Like she's blushing that bad. She's trying to find her phone in her purse. She finally finds it and she turns it off, gets it quiet, puts it back in her purse. Guess what happens after? It goes off again. Feels like the first time. I'm like, it's definitely the second time. It's... We're all. Could have been worse though. Could have been another one bites the dust. Mm, mm, mm. Could have been Adele, hello, you know? Hello from the other side. Oh man, it is really, this is awesome to be here. I, I grew up in Ottawa. Yeah. Yeah. I now live in Quebec. Oh, I thought you were gonna go boo. Yeah, I now live in Quebec and uh, it's really weird to grow up in Ottawa and be a Quebec driver. You know what I'm talking about. In Ottawa, I got trained as a young age to hate Quebec drivers. Anytime someone would cut us off, my parents would be like, oh, Quebec driver, every single time. So now I am a Quebec driver. It's amazing, actually. I don't care. I'm like, I don't care. People honk at me, I'm like, uh, look at the plates. What do you expect? Je me souviens, you know? I actually love French, though. Like, and now I have an appreciation for it. I think it's a beautiful, there's a lot of French people here, right? I love, I think French is beautiful. It's way more beautiful than English. I do, I really think that. Because you go to a party and a French guy says, I have joie de vivre. You're like, ooh la la. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> An English guy at a party says the same thing. Doesn't sound as good. It's like, I have joy for life. You're like, who brought the freaking weirdo? <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Thank you so much, you guys. That was Jen Grant, recorded at the Schenkman Art Center in Ottawa in March of 2022. And Laugh Out Loud will be back in Ottawa on Friday, February 16th. That show will feature Martha Chavez, Hisham Kaladi, Montreal's Joey Elias and Carly Baker, and more. And just before that, on Saturday, January 27th, We'll be at the Icebreakers Comedy Festival in Niagara-on-the-Lake with a stellar lineup of comedians, including Newfoundland's Matt Wright, 
Keith Pedro, Ali Pierce, Leanne Maladin, and more. And for all you last-minute Christmas shoppers, tickets to these shows would make some great presents. Get them from our website, cbc.ca slash laughoutloud. My thanks today to the Schenkman Art Center and recording engineers Conrad Hijazi and Jared Hillel. And a special thanks to my producer, Lee Pitts. And thank you for listening to Laugh Out Loud on CBC Radio 1. I'm Ali Hassan. I'll see you back here real soon. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.